Off the ball. You two lads are from Leinster, so it's no wonder you're given out of the provincial championship. I don't want to take away the provinces. Who drew the geographical lines back in the day? It's because of the way that the provinces are broken up. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way, the Ireland men's seven side are inching closer to Olympic qualification. A disappointing start to Ireland's under-20 World Championship campaign. A trans-hemisphere meeting of champions is on the horizon. Wales suffer another blow ahead of the World Cup. And London Irish Wasps and Worcester could yet force their way back into English rugby's mainstream. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. First today, Ireland's men's seven side secured top spot in Pool A at the European Games in Krakow this morning. Tries from Jack Kelly, Jordan Conroy and Andrew Smith were the main contributions to a 19 points to 7 win over Germany. That followed comfortable wins over both Poland and Italy yesterday. So Ireland will play Belgium in this evening's quarterfinals. The team that emerges victorious in this week's tournament in Poland will qualify directly for the Olympic Games. The second and third place teams will go through to a global repechage for Olympic qualification. On the same side of the draw as Ireland are Georgia and Portugal. On the other side, Spain will play Italy in the quarterfinals and Great Britain take on Germany. Ireland's under-20s will return to action on Thursday, having opened their World Rugby Under-20 Championship campaign with a draw. It finished 34 points apiece between Richie Murphy's side and England on a ploughed field in Parle on Saturday. Ireland ran in six tries through George Haddon, James McNabney, Sam Prendergast, Ruan Quinn, Henry McAleen and Hugh Cooney. However, they'll face Australia on Thursday without Cooney, who has shown a red card for a high challenge. For their part, Australia began the tournament with a 46-37 win over Fiji. Murphy names his team to play Australia tomorrow, but speaking after Saturday's game, Ireland captain Gus McCarthy was disappointed to begin without a win. No, we knew we knew how good a side England were. We knew they were going to come back at us. We knew the job wasn't done. We felt like we could have, could have been a bit better in that first half. I mean, a lot of points going into the second half to try to prove, but look, uh, it was a great game. It's not what we wanted to draw, but we'll move on and now England, uh, playing Australia next week. So that's the next focus. Got to get ready for that. Another big performance there, hopefully. England came with a lot of pressure in that second half, putting on those points. How did you turn it around after that yellow card? Yeah, we just, under the post, we're just saying we need to get back to playing our own, our own game. You know, we feel like we're a really, really good team and we can play how we want to kind of have strike runners and kind of play the game we like. But credit to England for putting it to us. They made it very, very tough for us. Quite an expectant crowd and a, a travelling crowd that has come to see you uh, as Grand Slam champions. Do you feel there was an opportunity missed? Um, yeah, well, definitely we, our goal is to win the match, but... You know, it's not over. We'll move on now and focus on next week. The URC champions could entertain the Super Rugby winners in January. According to Rugby Pass, plans are afoot for Munster to play the Crusaders at Thoman Park in the new year. Crusaders won a fifth Super Rugby title in a row at the weekend with a 25-20 win over the Chiefs. A Club World Cup to be played every fourth year has been in the works for some time, but this mooted meeting of Munster and Crusaders will be seen as a meaningful testing of the waters. Adding further intrigue is that former Munster head coach Rob Penny is taking over from Scott Robertson with the Christchurch club, with the latter taking over the All Blacks after the World Cup. Now another day, another departure from the Wales squad ahead of the World Cup. This time it's captain Ken Owens who has withdrawn from Warren Gatlin's training squad due to a back injury. Osprey's hooker Sam Parry has been drafted into the squad as a replacement. 
Gatland has seen his resources depleted by the retirements of Alwyn Jones, Justin Tipperick and Rhys Webb, while Rhys Carey was dismissed, having failed to reach progress targets. The Wales head coach says that Owens has not yet retired and that he could become available later in the tournament should the Principality suffer further front row injuries. Wales play England on August 5th in their first World Cup warm-up match before travelling to Twickenham seven days later. Staying in Wales, Cardiff haven't dismissed the possibility of a merger with the Ospreys. The two South Wales regions have held exploratory discussions with one another due to the slash budgets that have beset rugby in the Principality. Yesterday, the Ospreys said they were carrying on as usual ahead of the new season. In their own statements today, Cardiff say the recent passing of Life President Peter Thomas has led to questions regarding the club's future. Cardiff say there have been numerous inquiries and approaches around the purchase of his shareholding. It is our board's duty, they say, to listen to and consider all approaches that could improve our revenues and strengthen the club moving forward. These conversations are commercially sensitive and therefore confidential at this stage. However, Cardiff say they've received the first allocation of Wales Rope Union monies with the remainder scheduled for early next month and that agreement secures the club's future for the four-year term of the agreement, albeit with those reduced budgets. Billy Vonopola's had surgery on a knee injury, but he hopes to be fit to play for England at the World Cup. Head coach Steve Borthwick has named his latest 36-strong training squad, dropping London Irish centre Will Joseph and Bath prop Benno Obano. He's still deprived of his Saracens and Sale contingent, who'll link up with the rest of the squad next week after their Premiership final involvement a couple of weeks ago. Avenues are being explored which could see London Irish Wasps and Worcester Warriors return to the English game. All three are in limbo following the respective financial collapses this season. None of them will even be allowed to compete in next season's championship due to the extent of their financial misfortunes. However, according to The Telegraph, a reimagined English second tier is to be discussed at an English RFU conference this week. The championship could be rebranded as Prem 2 in 2025, containing all three stricken clubs. 2025-26 is when a new professional game agreement comes into effect in England. The Telegraph say some of the criteria to be met for entry could be levels of support, strength of the brand name, size of social media following and a long-term vision for growth. Finally, it's been quite a day for France prop Mohamed Hawa. The 29-year-old was convicted of domestic violence last month, having assaulted his wife at a Montpellier shopping centre. Hawa was given a one-year sentence, but would not spend time in prison. He appeared before a sentencing judge today to learn how his next year would play out. Awa was presented with the option of wearing either an electronic bracelet for 12 months or to serve a period of parole, which would involve a series of obligations and therapy related to violence against women. The player would prefer the latter, but won't discover the judge's decision until September. Earlier today, Awa had come out on top of an industrial tribunal involving his prospective new club, Claremont. They'd sought termination of his contract in light of the prop's criminal conviction. Claremont issued a statement shortly afterwards saying he'd never wear the club's colours. In turn, Awa approached the tribunal seeking a year's wages, that's €390,000 in compensation and a total of €50,000 in damages. The tribunal have also dismissed this request. So, in short, Awa is now scheduled to become a Claremont player as planned on Saturday. Watch this space. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed wherever you happen to take in your rugby podcasts. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo on Wednesday.